Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports and Other But Sports with Kent Sterling for Tuesday, November 19th, 2019. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the absolute best dentist I've ever gone to, he's going to hook you up with great dental care. All you have to do is give him a call. 317-849-2933 is the number. The number for the Indianapolis Colts on Thursday night, one more than what the Texans score. If the Colts can win this game on Thursday night, they're going to have a de facto two-game advantage over the Texans for the AFC South. Then they've got a game at home against Tennessee the following Sunday while the Texans play the Patriots. So over these next two weeks, if the Colts can get this thing done on Thursday, they can almost salt away the division. If. That's a big if, right? We spoke today to Jacoby Brissett. We talked to Pierre Desir. We talked to T.Y. Hilton. The latter two, we don't know if they're going to be able to go on Thursday. Their ability to go is a big deal because Pierre Desir is kind of a necessary component back in that defensive backfield. Kari Willis is going to be down this week, and so you need all hands on deck. If you don't have Desir, maybe you've got to activate a guy like Quincy Wilson, and if Quincy Wilson isn't going to play this weekend, when the hell is he going to play, and when do you say, all right, this experiment with Quincy Wilson, it was well-intentioned. He was a really young kid, talented kid, but it just hadn't worked out. Anyway, we can talk about Quincy Wilson another day. Uh, T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton is absolutely critical to the success of the Indianapolis Colts against the Houston Texans. When he goes to Houston, generally, he has absolute monster games for whatever reason. The Texans don't match up well against T.Y. Hilton. And in this game, the Texans, they're not very good against the pass, especially without J.J. Watt patrolling the exterior of that defensive line. He's on IR. As a result, you would think that the Colts are going to be able to throw the football. Running the football might be a little bit tough, but you know what? We thought that about the Jaguars game, didn't we? And then the offensive line for the Colts, they absolutely mauled the Jaguars. So what's going to happen Thursday night? We're going to find out. So he asked Jacoby Brissett, how do you use the first win against Houston to prepare this week? Uh, you don't. Uh, you know, you just come out there. Sorry, can y'all back that up? 
but uh, I think you just come out there and understand, you know, it's a division opponent. You know, they obviously watched that film from the uh, last game, and uh, so it's more so just coming out and executing, obviously not a similar game plan, but, uh, you know, uh, a more similar game plan to that, but more so we just got to do what we do. How proud are you of your guys to be able to wear that hat again, the way they're running the ball again? Uh, I felt like we can wear it at any time, you know. It's not more so again. It's just, you know, sticking with that, you know. What's the, Jacoby, what's the biggest challenge they present as a defense? they got a lot of different talent, a lot of different players. Uh, you know, I just think that they know us so well, uh, and, and they understand their matchups versus us uh, better than uh, a lot of teams that we play against. And, uh, you know, and they match up well versus us. Uh, so, you know, we got to be on our, our stuff. Does the adrenaline dip at all for a week like this? Big win Sunday. You've got a quick turnaround. The division's on the line. Does it drop? I yeah. think it'll rise even more, you know. Uh, Do you get a sense that that's the sentiment in here overall? Uh, no question. Uh, you know, they're coming off the same game as we are, you know. No matter if, if they won or lost, or if it's still Thursday night football in the NFL. What makes this turnaround so difficult, having to play on Thursday? The days. This is so short, right? Yeah. Physically or mentally? What's yeah. Can you like the hardest? Yeah. Uh, what do you say? Uh, it's just the, the physical part. Of the, you don't have the same amount of days as you would on a Sunday, you know? What's your impression, Ben, of Justin Houston and the impact he's had on the defense and on the team? I'm glad he's on our side, and I don't have to play against him. <laughs> I mean, you can see it's, it's beyond just – numbers and just what he does to the team and the defense? Uh, no question. And, you know, the leadership that he provides for us, uh, you know, is unmatched. Uh, and, you know, the confidence that, you know, he gives us and we, we see off of him is, is special. A lot of guys in the locker room yesterday were speaking highly of your leadership and just what you do in and out of the locker room. It's good things, I promise. Um, so, I mean, overall, with, with this leadership that you bring, how are you kind of leading the charge with a game at stake like this that carries a little bit more weight? Uh, they all carry a lot of weight, but, you know, I'm, I just I just am me, you know. Uh, don't try to be anybody I am. I mean, everybody on the team understands the quick turnaround we have and, Everybody understands that they're going through the same thing that we're going through. Uh, and I think as the leader, one of the leaders, you know, you don't have to make a, a huge production about it. You know, you just go out there, you know, we're installing and we're walking through and we're practicing. We just understand the plan and understand the focus that we need because we're not going to get the same practice reps that we would during a regular week. That's Jacoby Brissett. Pierre Desir is a guy who's been out for a few weeks. Is he a possibility for Thursday night? We asked him. I'm taking it day by day, just listening to the trainers, um, just trying to get myself uh, mentally prepared, being in the playbook. Um, just going to be a game-time decision. Do you feel like you've had opportunities where, like, you aren't ruled out, you know, on a Wednesday, you're testing out all week. Is that kind of how it's been, a week-by-week thing with this? Yeah, it's been like that for a couple of weeks, just testing out, seeing where I am, but uh, just making sure I'm comfortable to go out there. I don't want to go out there and, you know, hurt the team. So just, just testing it, taking it day by day to see if I'm able to go out there. That's Pierre Desir. Hopefully he's up because that defensive backcourt a little bit thin. T.Y. Hilton, is he going to be able to go on Thursday? What needs to happen for T.Y. to be up against the Texans? We asked the man himself. The dog just trainers and then Frankie and Chris has the last say so. So if I check off all boxes, then I'll be able to. How many more boxes are there to check off? Uh, there's a couple more spots, two more. So um, the last two would be the say so. Have you been doing a lot of stuff on the side that's, I mean, I know you haven't been practicing. Have you done enough, you think, on the side to be ready? 
If I play? Yeah. I mean, you're, you haven't needed practice in the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't need practice. It's just how my body feel. And if I feel good and all the boxes are checked, then I go. If three out of four boxes checked, then I'm not playing. So all four have to be checked for me to play. It's Houston, and we got two six and four teams here. Uh, me, no, not personally. Uh, it's just, you know, if I could get back out there and help my team, you know, it's just been tough for me watching the last past three games. So, and I'm not accustomed to missing games. So, it's just been tough, but I'm just getting my body back how I need it. If you make the trip, will the mask make the trip? The mask is gone. <laughs> What's happened? Can you walk us through what happened with practice when you went down a few weeks ago? Uh, freak accident, you know, I just was running like I normally do. I just ran around earlier, and I ran in there kind of, it just got me. I, I thought my season was over, so, uh, yeah, just scary moment. 11 on 11 rep? Yeah. What made you think your season was over? Oh, uh, what happened? So, it was just some freak. Have you healed faster than you thought? Oh, uh, yeah, I did. You know, I was actually ahead of schedule uh, pretty well, so, um, you know, it's, it is what it is, but I'm all right. All right, that's T.Y. Hilton. Hopefully he's able to go. He looks all right, but, you know, you never – like looking okay in the locker room is a little bit different from looking okay out on the gridiron down in Houston being able to compete for 60 minutes. You hope that if he's able to go, he said he's got to check two more boxes. If he's able to go, then he's got another long week, right, to be able to get well for the following Sunday. That's the good thing about playing on Thursday night. Playing on Thursday is a big pain in the ass because getting ready to play on Thursday, both physically and psychologically and intellectually, is really, really difficult. But then the following week, you got some time to kind of get some ice on the aches and the bumps and the bruises, look at more film, and get yourself more ready to play the following Sunday. So we'll see if the Colts are able to take advantage of that. couple of things to note about tomorrow for the Indiana Hoosiers. The Hoosiers, kind of a big day. They've got tomorrow night another game against Princeton. They're 4-0. They beat four terrible teams in Division I basketball. They've got another one tomorrow night. Princeton is 0-3. They lost to Duquesne, a couple other teams. They are going to present passive resistance for the Hoosiers. The Hoosiers expect to win that game. Then you've got Dawson Garcia, who's going to announce at 4.30 tomorrow afternoon where he's going to go to college. All right, I don't invest heavily in this kind of stuff. I used to think about this kind of stuff a lot. Oh, I wonder if this kid's going to go here. I wonder if that kid's going to go there. Now I just don't care. I, I've got a nephew who's trying to figure out where to go, to go to college. I'm much more invested in where he's going to go to college than I am in where Dar- Dawson Garcia is going to go to college. Garcia, of course, is 6'11". He's the 31st ranked kid in the class of 2020. He's the kind of big that Indiana really doesn't have. And so if you're an Indiana fan, you probably want to see where this kid's going to wind up. Again, that'll be at 4.30 tomorrow afternoon on CBS Sports HQ. It's the app. If you've got a smart TV, you can download it. I highly recommend it. They do a great job of presenting highlights and analysis of uh, the national sports stuff. And then they give you some other stuff that the other networks just aren't going to because, let's face it, where Garcia is going to go to school is only interesting to the fans of the four finalists. And it's, it looks like it's coming down to Marquette and Indiana. I don't think Minnesota is a serious candidate for Garcia. And most of the people who know stuff about this, 
they believe that it's going to be Marquette where uh, Garcia is ultimately going to pledge tomorrow afternoon. So it's kind of a big day for Indiana fans. If they can get Garcia, that law, that elevates their recruiting class for 2020, probably into the top 15, maybe the top 10, a four-person class. That'd be nice if they don't get Garcia. Hey, they got a scholarship in hand that they can offer elsewhere, and that ultimately might be a better investment of a scholarship or kind of an equivalent investment of a scholarship. Who the hell knows? If they get Garcia, it's good. If they don't get Garcia, hey, it's a 17-year-old deciding to go to college somewhere else. The Indiana Pacers, they beat the living hell out of the Nets last night in Brooklyn, won by 29 points, and all anybody wants to talk about on social media is Miles Turner. And I don't blame them. I did the same thing last night. Because when Miles Turner is on the floor, you can see it. You can feel it. The rhythm of the offense, the rhythm of the defense, the connectivity of the defense, it's just not the same. It doesn't work the same. Now, Turner has only played in six of the 14 games that the Pacers have played. Pacers, by the way, eight and six on the season. They've got the Orlando Magic at Bankers Life Fieldhouse this Saturday night. Miles Turner is an ill-fitting cog right now, but that doesn't mean people are saying you got to get rid of the guy. He's soft. Get rid of him. Trade him. That's crazy. He's 23 years old. He's still got developing to do. You don't really know who you got until a guy's like 26. All right. Miles Turner is going to be 26 when? In like 2023. Okay. The Pacers have him under contract through 22-23. I say you ride this thing out unless you become completely convinced that he cannot fit, then maybe you think about dealing him. Or if somebody says, somebody makes some kind of preposterous offer for Miles Turner, you say, well, all right then. You know what? If somebody comes and, and they're going to, let's say the New Orleans Pelicans, and, and they project to having a top four pick in the upcoming NBA draft, and at that point, the point you're going to make this kind of a deal. And so you think, and it's not protected. I don't want a protected first rounder, but you send Miles Turner for a, a top four pick in the upcoming NBA draft. I say, yes, please. If somebody is nutty and willing to offer a whole lot for Miles Turner, more than he's actually worth, then you make the deal, of course. Everybody is worth a specific amount, right? In trade. So if an insane trade is offered, you say, yes, thank you very much. But if if a trade is offered that it doesn't necessarily bring back the return of what you're giving, you don't make that deal. And Miles Turner, you really don't know what you've got yet, even though this is his fourth year in the NBA, right? Fourth, fifth, might be his fifth. He's been around for a long time. He was the 11th overall draft pick, I think, in 2015. So that rookie year in 16, 17, 18, right? 18. So Miles Turner, he's been around for a while. And uh, so you've kind of got an idea of what kind of kid he is. This is actually his fifth year, for goodness sake. Um, So you've got an idea about the kid. And maybe you've got an idea about what his ceiling is. He was, he was the uh, fifth voted guy. He, he came in fifth in the balloting for Defensive Player of the Year. He's hit 46.2% from beyond the arc this year. So this is not some kind of stiff 
that you're you're trying to get chump change for. You're dealing for a, a sack of old Wilson basketballs. That's not what you're doing with Miles Turner. I, I think you got to play this out. He and Sabonis have been in the starting lineup together a total of six times this year. Sabonis, when Turner isn't in the lineup, obviously is a does a great job on the boards, does a better job scoring than when Turner's in the game. But last night he had 16 points, 18 rebounds. Sabonis showed that he can still be productive with Turner on the floor. Turner, not quite as productive. I think he had 9-7 and seven last night. Doug McDermott was terrific. The holidays were really, really good. Aaron with 24, Justin with 20. This, this is a team that's going to take a little bit of time for the silt to settle so we can see to the bottom. And we understand what's at the bottom. All right, we're going to get to the bottom of it, but it's going to take time. they got 68 games left in the regular season, and we're going to have to take a long look to decide exactly what this team can be. Because if you keep this core intact, if Victor Oladipo can come back from his injury and you feel good enough to offer him a serious extension, then you've got a core of Brogdon, Sabonis, Turner, Oladipo, and you can go deeper than that. Warren is going to be around for a while. This could be a really good basketball team for a long time. These guys are all relatively young. Like I said, Turner is 23. I think Sabonis is 22. Brogdon, 26 or 7. Oladipo, 26 or 7. You got guys who are going to be able to play at a high level in this league for a number of years, and this is just the first step. For those guys being together, and you saw what it could be last night, no Brogdon, no Oladipo, no Sumner, no Jeremy Lamb, and still they rolled over the top of the Nets. Now the Nets didn't have Kyrie Irving, so that's a little bit debilitating, but you know what? This is got, this has a chance to be a hell of a thing that Kevin Pritchard and his staff, Chad Buchanan and Peter Dinwiddie, Ryan Carr, that these guys are putting together. And if you unplug part of it, you do it at your own peril until you know what the shot is, and we don't know what the shot is yet with Miles Turner. This has been Sports, Nothing But Sports with Ken Sterling for Tuesday, November 19th, 2019. Brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Tomorrow morning on Facebook Live, 8 o'clock, you got breakfast with Kent at about 8.15 on Periscope Live and Twitter. You've got breakfast with Kent. It's a show so nice we do it twice. I can't wait to talk to you then. Join me. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.